Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 12th of March, Sunday, as the Flyers wrapped up a three-game road trip yesterday in Pittsburgh. It was not a good trip for the Flyers. They lose to the Penguins 5-1, started out on Tuesday in Tampa with a 5-2 loss, a 1-0 loss on Thursday to the Carolina Hurricanes, and like I said, a 5-1 loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins yesterday. A collective three goals in the three games. And goal scoring, we knew it was going to be an issue this year. And with the lack of high-end talent and pure goal scoring, and it's really reared its head once again. Real struggle early in the season this year for the Flyers to score goals. Then they hit a stretch of about 16 games where they were scoring at a very nice clip. I'll get to that in a moment. And now it's back to... At 1.8 goals per game in their last 15 games. That's a tough, tough way to try and win hockey games. I talk about the race to four in the NHL. If you can get to four goals you're before the other team, you're probably going to win most of those games. The race to, to two at this point is is asking a lot with this team. They had some good chances on uh, Casey DeSmith in the game. Really had some great opportunities. He made some big saves after he gave up an absolute laugher. For the first uh, Flyers goal in the game, the only Flyers goal in the game, which came off the stick of Kiefer Bellows, his second as a Flyer. I I don't know what happened, how he didn't track the puck. It was from pretty far out, but Bellows ended up beating him. I just don't think he was mentally engaged at that point as the rush came up the ice and didn't feel there was a, a real substantial threat. But he got beat. That tied the game at one in the first period after Ricard Raquel opened the scoring at 5.52. He tipped a puck in on a Marcus Pedersen shot from the point. And really, that goal came about because of three failed clears, zone exits by the Flyers. Pittsburgh just hemmed them in. And the Flyers, really, it wasn't even due to a lot of pressure. The Flyers just turned the puck over too many times in that D zone, gave Pittsburgh three opportunities uh, to get scoring chances. And on the last one, obviously, Raquel tips it. And uh, tons of traffic around Carter Hart. Doesn't see it in the tip and tight. And it beats him. And we'd end the first period with the game tied at one. Then in the second period, on the power play, it was Sidney Crosby who picked up the goal his 29th of the season, put the Penguins up 2-1. to one. And just prior to that, Owen Tippett, now killing penalties, took a shot to the foot and went down like in a heap and stayed down. Refs did not blow it dead, and play continued, which then basically became a 5-on-3. You know, the Flyers didn't have enough time, really, to switch into a diamond like you would kill with three players on the ice on a 5-on-3 because they had Tippett down in the middle of the ice, and that opened up the lane uh, for them to get the puck to Crosby. Jake Gensel sets him up. Crosby gets the goal, his 52nd or 53rd goal against the Flyers in his career. Unbelievable. He's now played 82 games, like basically a full regular season against the Flyers, and he's got 120 points. 2-1 Pittsburgh after two. Then in the third, Flyers got overwhelmed. Jason Zucker picked up his 23rd of the season at 14-24. Then Jake Gensel into an empty net, made it 4-1. And then Michael Granlin picked up one uh, with 56 seconds remaining in the game. And the final is 5-1. to one. Teams, shots in the game, 32-32. Flyers actually won a face-off duel in a game for the first time in I don't know how long, 27-26. Hits in the game were 34-30 in favor of the Pens, and the Flyers took one more penalty than the Pittsburgh Penguins, who went one for four on the power play. All right, let's go back. Last 15 games that the Flyers have played this season. We'll hear from John Tortorella in a minute. 
They have a record of 3-10-2. They've scored a total of 27 goals in those 15 games. It's an average of 1.8 goals per game. They've allowed 55 goals over the 15 games. That's an average of 3.66. I think there's four of those goals, which are empty net goals, uh, but still. 3.66 goals allowed per game, too many, and 1.8 goals per game, four, not nearly enough. Three for 30 on the power play, only clicking at 10%. Think about that, 10%. The Edmonton Oilers are clicking at 32%. Flyers clicked at 10% over the last 15 games. They were 13 for 38 on the PK, which is 66%, which again is below average. It's not hard to figure out why the record's 3-10-2 over those 15 games. Now, the 16 games prior to that, the Flyers had a record of 10-4-2. So this team, in the last 15, 3-10-2. The 16 games prior to that, 10-4-2. Hockey makes no sense. 52 goals for over that 16 games for an average of 3.25 goals per game. 43 goals allowed, which is 2.68 goals per game. Power play went 9 for 51, which was 17.6%, a vast improvement from, that's actually higher than their season average, and a vast improvement than the last 15 games at 10%. And something happened after that 16 games. Scoring dried up. Yeah, there's some injuries in there with Travis Konechny. Other guys are in and out of the lineup. From a result standpoint, a miserable road trip. Getting outscored on the trip. 12 to 3. Now, you would think after a trip like that and a 5 1 loss against the cross state rival Pittsburgh Penguins, the coach would be hot under the collar. But John Tortorella, this is where I think he's evolved because he's not oblivious to the fact that they lack high end talent. They lack pure goal scoring. They have guys out of the lineup. There's a lot of different factors. And he's not going to waste his equity of firing darts and bullets at his guys when he knows they're going in there at a severe disadvantage. Flyers aren't where the Penguins are, and the Penguins are not a great team. Torts was very pleased with elements of his team's play in the Pittsburgh game. And again, that seems weird when they go down 5-1, to one, but you got to find the positivity somewhere, and he's not going to just destroy his guys when he knows the situation. Winning in the NHL, very difficult. Winning in the NHL when you have key guys out injured and you don't have a ton of high-end talent to begin with is a certainly a recipe for exactly what happened on this three-game road trip. Flyers are going to return home coming up Tuesday against Vegas to kick off a seven-game homestand. We'll get into more on that in a couple of minutes, but let's hear from the head coach after the game. 5-1 loss to the Penguins. Here's John Tortorella. Like a bit of a broken record, but another good five-on-five effort it seemed for most of the night. Uh, it's, that's the foundation, really, that you've been talking about trying to build here? Yeah, I, I thought we played well. Uh, second period, we put ourselves in, in a problem with penalties. Uh, Two-to-one game right to the end. It appears to, that they spank us, but chances were about even. I thought our structure was good. Had some chances. Uh, just couldn't find a way to score. You said that there were some chances in this game. How much of an improvement was there over last game? And there we were better. Yeah, we were better. We weren't flipping a puck as much. Uh, I thought we supported the puck better. Uh, Tip has a chance in the power play. The goaltender makes a great save. Had some looks in the power play. I think I think part of our game that 
we need to look to improve on is, is getting more traffic and, and getting more sticks on pucks. Uh, they score a couple uh, that way. Um, I like the way we played, uh, but we, we lose another one. You've mentioned oh, many times throughout this season that you're not going to win by scoring a ton of goals. You're going to have to play through defense. Until that end, do you feel like that was exactly yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought we managed the game well. Uh, second period, it, it's a it's a period that we've really struggled in in managing, uh, as as far as getting stuck in our end zone. Not so much tonight. It's just the penalties. Uh, we, we we take a, a number of penalties in the second period and mounts on us. But, uh, I thought the second kill was big, uh, not letting them score because our penalty killing has been struggling. Uh, we're right there. We're right there, and uh, I know there's some garbage time. It ends up being five one. Uh, but a lot of the game, uh, I like. We just we can't get discouraged. Uh, we can't get discouraged on them. Uh, we can't let them get discouraged on themselves. Going along with the theme of the stats, I might not say exactly what you saw. Um, considering Tippett was down when they scored their one power play goal, did you feel like the penalty kill performed well tonight? Better, yes, better. Uh, um, I, I think we're uh, one of the things we've really tried to improve on is. Uh, is making sure we're aggressive first, not falling into our, uh, basically a shot blocking penalty kill. I think we picked our spots really well tonight to be aggressive and uh, still taking, we, we, you know, we just can't take too many penalties, uh, uh, but I thought we were better tonight in that part as far as being aggressive and uh, yeah, there, there's, I don't have a lot to complain about. I, I don't, I know, I know we lose another one. I thought we played hard. Uh, I thought everybody contributed. Uh, Tip has a breakaway. Who knows what happens? It, those type of chances we need to score on because we uh, are just struggling to score goals. So I'm uh, going to keep banging away here and uh, uh, keep on trying to play the right way. How much relief did you have seeing Tippett come back out after taking that stare? Yeah, I'm a little. I, I want to see how he, how it is when he takes his boot off. Uh, see how he reacts to it then because I keep your skate on I think it, it keeps you in the game uh, we'll see how he feels when he takes his boot off but well, there's another guy that's just he just takes over games right now and, um, a lot of encouraging things with some kids um, discouraged for them we just can't get in the win call speaking of Tippett's breakaway I guess how encouraged are you that he's creating the chances and getting the chances even though they're not good yeah he, he's, he's just taking people on he, he, he's beating people up the ice he he just seems so much more confident with the puck and, and quite honestly, confident in his skating ability to beat people. Um, uh, so, you know, I'm trying to hang our hat on something good. I, I, think, our, I think some of our kids uh, are growing, uh, Tip being one of them. Uh, uh, other ones we're going to keep on watching. And, uh, but as athletes uh, and as a team, when you want to win. And that's what we have to watch out here now. We've, we've got to keep their spirits up and, uh, and keep on trying to play the right way. There he is, Flyers head coach John Tortorella addressing the media after the 5-1 loss against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Seven-game homestand begins on Tuesday. You know, this is a, a homestand where they have some space between some of the games. Not Friday and Saturday, but uh, they have some space in there. They can get some practice time in. Looks like Sean Couturier and Travis Konechny will be practicing with the team coming up this week. We'll see if that leads to either of those guys playing this season. Couturier hasn't played since December of 2021. Uh, Travis Konechny hasn't played in a couple weeks now since the injury that he sustained 
uh, a little while back on that hit from behind. And we're getting close to that line of, okay, now it, it doesn't make much sense to bring them back. I said all along, I'd like to see Couturier come back for about 16 or 20 games to know that, A, he's going to come back and his body can handle the rigors of an NHL game. I don't want to go through this whole summer wondering again, hearing the messaging. And and I'm sure the messaging is true. I feel better than I've felt in, in months. I feel great. All that. Only to have setback after setback going into next season. I'd love to see him play some games this year and know that he can get through a game, not have a setback, can get out there and knock some of the rust off and realize for himself too, just mentally, that he can play this game and his body can withstand it and take that into the offseason. Kevin Hayes talked about that last year. He was having questions if he would ever be able to play again and play at a decent level. And when he came back for that last time a season ago and had some success and played pretty well, he knew going into the offseason, okay, I'm not done, I'm not cooked. And he came back and he's had a very good statistical year, got off to a great start. I think that's important for Couturier too. But we are getting close to that line of now it doesn't make much sense. We'll have to see how the practices with the team go, if they're taking contact, and make the decision from there. But we'll see how that plays out. I think it's one of the key elements that we could have over the final month of this regular season uh, for the Flyers. So uh, Tony D'Angelo will be back on Tuesday as well. We'll see if Wade Allison and Brendan Lemieux can get back in. I thought Tyson Forster, once again, looked really good in the game. He just does not look out of place, does not look overwhelmed, looks very calm, looks like he belongs. Brian Smith used the term on our Flyers postgame show, he looks calm, he looks poised, he doesn't look overwhelmed, he looks ready. That's really good. We need that. We need some of these prospects to hit, and hit in a big way. Not just deliver on what we thought they were going to be. We need, Frankly, we need some of them to deliver beyond what we thought they were going to be. All right, last thing. Danny Briere will address the media today. Probably when you're hearing this, it's already done. 8.30 a.m. Sunday morning. And uh, we'll hear from the interim general manager. I'm hoping to have a conversation with Danny coming up on uh, Monday or Tuesday. And we'll bring that to you on Flyers Daily, of course, as well. And tomorrow, we'll have our weekly visit with Bill Meltzer. Certainly a ton to discuss. The dismissal of Chuck Fletcher, the separation of the general manager and president of hockey operations, two roles. We'll talk about some potential candidates and more. So a lot to get into with Bill coming up for tomorrow's episode. So join us then. Everybody, have a great Sunday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. to be home